Welcome to Fallout Off The Record, brought to you by Quest Gaming Network. And sponsored in part by... The Tops Casino. You'll dig us, baby. We're the Tops. And now, on to our show. All right, I believe we are live. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to Fallout Off the Record, episode 13. Uh, we are going to be doing a live streaming podcast because we have a four-part series of awesomeness coming up for you this October. And yeah, so I'm your host, Rick McVick, and with us, as always, is Shaleen. Hello, hello. Yeah, and uh, Shaleen's actually going to lead this, this one uh, because I'm going to be playing the video games here. So uh, take it away, Shaleen. What do we got uh, going on tonight? Well, um, this is part one of our four-part episode, The Unusual Suspects, in which we're going to talk about the companions of Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. But before we get into that, we have some sponsors for you. First, we've got tweakedaudio.com for awesome earbuds and headphones. You can get free shipping and 30% off with our code off the record. All one word at checkout. I'm wearing a pair of Tweak Audio earbuds right now, and I enjoy them very much. And I use them at work, and I enjoy them very much. Yeah. I'm someone that's hard on headphones, and I've found that these are much more indestructible than most. Most. <laughs> We've also got Audible.com, your number one source for audiobooks. You can use our link, audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork, for a free audiobook of your choosing. There are a ton of post-apocalyptic books out there that Fallout fans might be interested in, like The Stand by Stephen King, World War Z by Max Brooks. Um, Quest Gaming Network also has a Patreon now. We are on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash questgamingnetwork to support our show. Uh, Rick, do you know much about Patreon? Nope. Well, Patreon is a, uh, it's sort of like um, a Kickstarter that continues. Oh. It's uh, a monthly pledge that you give. If you have, if you find value in this show and all QGN shows, you can give back in a monthly pledge of your choosing, uh, anywhere I think from $1 to as high as you feel like going. What do you get out of it? We continue to make awesome QGN shows just like normal, whether you donate or not. But if you enough of you donate, ads could be removed from our shows and from the YouTube videos. And there will be patron-only giveaways and patron-exclusive content. I'm just going to bring up the, the Patreon page. Yeah, yeah. There's a, several different levels of, of donors. If you pledge $3 or more a month, then you'll get your name added to the Dovahkiin wall on questgamingnetwork.com, and you'll get a special mention on our content. If you pledge $8 or more per month, um, you'll get the previous rewards, plus an album of parodies and access to a new Google Drive updated with content every month. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I bet the, the parodies is going to include a lot of Liz's songs from Elder Scrolls and Dragon Age. She's the yeah. ones. She d I think they did the Bohemian Rhapsody thing. Yeah, Argonian Rhapsody. That's it. For Dragon Age, they did one the day the wardens died instead of the day the music died. And every time I hear the day the music died, I'm singing the, the words for the day the wardens died instead. Oh, boy. 
If you pledge $15 or more per month, you get the previous rewards plus an exclusive YouTube live stream twice a month with Ivarwin and special guests and a special chat room. If you pledge $20 or more per month, you'll get the previous rewards and be eligible to be automatically entered to randomly win a $100 Amazon gift card once every three months. Now, uh, there's some milestone goals here. If we get up to $300 per month on our Patreon page, then you're not going to have to sit through this ad read every week. We will awesome. remove corporate sponsor mentions from our shows. Down with the man. <laughs> and if we get up to $350, we'll remove the ads in front of the YouTube videos. And no more interruption in the middle of the video. I know a lot of our videos have a, a little ad in the middle. That would be nice to get rid of that. They do. If we get up to $500 a month, we will be able to be doing more giveaways um, on a quarterly basis on all of our shows. Yep. And there'll be a network-wide software upgrade to produce better quality podcasts and videos. That would be sweet. <laughs> if we get up to $800 a month, there'll be better microphones sound and soundboards for all shows for better sound quality. If we get up to $1,000 per month, we will be able to open up some new reward tiers and uh, make all of the previous rewards better. Um, all, of our, all of our $20 or more per month pledgers would be able to get monthly giveaways of $100 gift cards instead Aww. of quarterly. So that'd be pretty rad. That, that, that would be. Oh, no. So that's, uh, that's our Patreon. You can also donate one-time donations to QGN by going to questgamingnetwork.com and using our PayPal link. Any donation helps out, and it would earn you a shout-out on this show. Mm-hmm. So while Rick is shooting some rad scorpions there, I'm just going to give you a quick overview of what we're going to talk about today. We've got news. Lots and lots of news. We've got gameplay for you. I think Rick is going to give you a review, our first ever review of something on Fallout Off the Record. A mod, specifically. We've got lore, a weapon of the week, and some of your lovely emails. Yeah, we do. Yeah, Shaleen, already I have experienced a Deathclaw. <laughs> Are you kidding? I didn't see it. I was uh, reading the notes. <laughs> nope, yep. Already. You've a got, what? like, Deathclaw attracting scent or something because I, you're always getting attacked by death claws on the stream i guess so um have you ever seen this before uh, a wanderer mm, no i don't believe just i have a, seen a wanderer just a wanderer um is this is this from a mod i don't believe so because i know you've got some installed you can see if for our audio listeners, Rick's UI looks a little bit different. Yes. So let's let's talk a little bit about the mods that I'm running uh, right now. This is Fallout 3, not a Tale of Two Wastelands. I do have that installed, but I have not had time to test it before uh, this live stream. So ah, um, so basically, I'm running an extended blood, uh, like an enhanced blood mod. That's one of them. So you'll be able to see like the blood all. Well, in this case not because i just messed him <laughs> um maybe this one um yeah so it squirts a little bit more and it's got a more detailed texture on the ground i don't know i don't know where all these raider dogs are coming from uh the other one that i'm running is i forget what it's called but it takes away the green hue over everything so you notice that everything looks a little bit more 
the colored. <laughs> Right. So it, it doesn't have that green hue. Another thing that I'm running is a fauna and, and flora. Not no, just like a basically a uh, trees and grass and stuff. And I know that's not necessarily lore friendly. Look at that tree, though. It just looks, look at that tree. Look at that. It just looks pretty. Um, the uh, fade rather they fade rather quickly uh, between the sky and stuff. But anyway, um, and also I'm using a uh, UI mod that changes the look of it. And also you'll see at the upper right hand part of the screen I have the time, the date. My experience points and rads right up there for me, and it's just, uh, just kind of nice. I don't know. I like playing with mods every once in a while. When we get into the Fallout 4 companions, um, it's, yeah, Fallout 4. We happen to have a copy of it. <laughs> her, her. Um, when we <laughs> you just got a lot of people really excited with that. <laughs> Not yet. In about 10 seconds, they'll get really excited, and then 10, 10 seconds later, they get bummed out when it catches mm -hmm. up. Um, but... Yeah, so the Fallout New Vegas, I'm running a bunch of mods too. When we get to the companion part of that, we'll get into it because a lot of those are, are very cool as well. So yeah. But let's go ahead and take it away with the news. We've had some pretty cool stuff happen this uh, this week. Right. Our first item of news is the special video of the week, Charisma. We just watched this one right before the show. Uh, what did you think of it, Rick? I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I've enjoyed all of them at this point. Uh... And I haven't had any criticisms. I love the endings especially, and I don't mean that in a wink-nudge-nudge kind of way. I love the way that they give you a bunch of other things that that particular special ability helps out with, but they cut him off before he finishes. Mm -hmm. You know? I just love that whole ending. Yeah, how it kind of stutters. Yeah, cracks me up. It's funny. Well, something that I noticed was the way that they talked about barter made me wonder if there's going to be a barter mini game, or maybe you can barter with people outside of just merchants the way that you can in the original Fallout. Hmm, that's a good question. Because he was just he was bartering items with just people at the bar, not shopkeepers. <laughs> bartering. Sorry. Bartering. Oh, that was a good one, Rick. I try. <laughs> They also talked about charisma helping you avoid alcohol addiction. I don't know if that includes other types of addiction as well. They didn't mention chems. Yeah, it's true. But they also didn't mention chems in the endurance video, which was the uh, previous trait that was linked to addiction resistance. So it's true. That's, that's pretty interesting to me. Like you can have a really high endurance, but just get addicted right away. <laughs> your charisma's low. Which, I never realized that I just needed to be charismatic in order to not become an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I knew it was that simple, I would have worked on it a long time ago. Well, I'm Rick, it's only alcoholism if you're sad. <laughs> Good thing I'm a happy guy. It's fine as long as you're a happy drunk. <laughs> and then you're just funny. <laughs> Gosh. That's terrible. It is We're very terrible. horrible. <laughs> so moving right along. Yes. The Animal Friend perk returns, which is something I'm very excited about. I love the Animal Friend perk, not having to fight every creature and they fight on my behalf. I bet that's not a perk you use very often, is it? No, it isn't. Maybe You'd I rather should. just explode their heads. Yes. And, and there's something to be said for exploding heads, but I like the animal friend perk. Yeah. Ooh. 
Do you have anything else about the charisma video? No, I just enjoyed it as much as I enjoy all of them. I uh, I tend to be a very surface level kind of guy, mm -hmm. so I enjoy the funny. I I enjoy the funny, you know, animations and the blood and stuff like that, and the mm -hmm. irony and stuff. And I tend not to dig too deep into it unless I'm asked otherwise. But other than you know what you said, I didn't really notice anything of of any substantial value. Uh, other than what you what you said, but mm -hmm. I I love these videos. I don't know who animates them down there. Um, I love the way that they're put together. So I'm really excited to see. I'm especially really excited to see Luck, because um, I can only imagine what they're gonna do. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I I really enjoy these videos. I just wonder if uh, if the toe thumb is gonna continue through the whole series. I'm guessing yes. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> I'll try, Rick. I'll try. <laughs> Our next article came from GameSpot. The Xbox One file size has been unofficially revealed. The Xbox One store page for Fallout 4 was updated, listing the file size at 28.12 gigabytes. Hmm. And that's, uh, it could be just a placeholder because this size has not been confirmed by Bethesda. But that would be a, a pretty darn specific placeholder size, you know. Yeah, that would be. And to comment on it, that does seem maybe kind of small compared to a lot of games out there now. But Bethesda games have always had small file sizes when you compare them to other games. Um, Skyrim on the 360 was only 3.68 gigabytes. What? Yeah. New Vegas was 4.75 gigabytes and Fallout 3 was 5.48 gigabytes. And uh, other games then, like Bioshock Infinite was... I think nine or ten gigabytes. So you know, Bethesda games are traditionally a little smaller than the the other games out there. I thought they would have been bigger. I know, I know, like everything in them is zipped up pretty tight, but. Mhm. Mm ah. What's shooting you, Rick? Ooh, Super Mutant Overlord. Yeah, I don't even know where he's at. Oh, where are there you he is. now? I'm in Roosevelt Academy. Oh, I see. I don't even know what's here. I've never been here before. I don't remember Roosevelt Academy, so this is an adventure for both of us. That, that it is. Until we get to the meat of our episode, at least. Indeed. <sighs> well, the uh, the file size hasn't been revealed on PC or PS4 and has not been confirmed by Bethesda, so we'll see. If that's different, then we'll let you know. Yeah, we will definitely let you know. By the way, uh, speaking of the PC, uh, Shalene doesn't think this is of note, but I kind of think it might be. <laughs> um, this morning, there we go, finally disarmed the guy. This morning, I had a small back and forth with Pete Hines, and by small back and forth, I mean like literally one back and forth. And I had said something along the lines of, you know, hoping that the video card would require something more than a 600 series, specifically NVIDIA. And uh, he tweeted back, you know, because I wanted an excuse to upgrade, and he said, you have my permission to upgrade. So, I wonder if that, I, I doubt it, but part of me wonders if that was a hint at it's going to be over the 600 series, which kind of bad news for a lot of us, because, I mean, I've been using the 500 series for a while now, and have had absolutely no problems with it. So, Shillian thinks it's nothing. I think it might be something yeah, you guys can I pick. think he's just encouraging you to buy new equipment if you want new equipment. I don't know. That doesn't make much sense, because wouldn't you want me to buy, like, Fallout stuff? 
Well, he knows you've already bought all the Fallout stuff. I don't know about that. He's a, he's a, he's a nice guy, Mr. Hines, uh-huh. and he wants you to have the things you'll want in life, Rick. Maybe. You follow your dreams. <laughs> if your dreams are a 900 series video card, <laughs> you follow your dreams. It is. Actually, my dream is a Titan, but we don't have to get into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, moving on to some actual news. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, IGN reports that Fallout 4 will have no timed exclusive DLC. And I know this is some welcome news for a lot of people out there because pre, um, Fallout New Vegas had timed exclusive, I believe. Did Fallout New Vegas have timed exclusive? I think it did for the 360. I don't even I don't even know. <laughs> I believe Skyrim also did have exclusive timed DLC for the 360. But on Twitter, Pete Hines answered a fan question saying, we aren't doing a DLC exclusive with anyone. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Short, sweet, and to the point, but very good news. Welcome news. We can all play the DLC together at the same time. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I know the PS4 guys got, or PS3 guys got left out in the cold so much. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, it was not a good time to be a, a Bethesda fan if you had only a PS3. It was yeah. not a good generation for you. But hopefully that's something that's not going to be the case moving forward. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hey, Rick. What? Hey. The Fallout Anthology is out now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Did you snag it up? It. I did not. I had pre-ordered it. But I ended up canceling my pre-order because the loot crate was costlier than I expected <laughs> it to be. And I already own all those games. I was just buying it for the mini nuke. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it makes a sound, Rick. It plays a sound. The first part of, uh, you know, you know, getting over a problem is admitting you have one. You're right. And I, I have had a problem with uh, buying the Fallout things this year. So I, I did cancel my anthology. And I, I'm terribly envious of all the fine people on Twitter who've been posting pictures of their mini nukes. Maybe <laughs> maybe they'll go on sale eventually or something and I'll pick one up. But maybe. If you do not own all these games or if you just want a mini nuke, you can purchase that now. Ooh. I don't want one. I don't need one. I mean, again, I would probably only buy it for the uh the cool factor of having a mini nuke. I mean, mm-hmm. well, unfunctional mini nuke. Um, but, it's so uh, cool. Yeah, but again, I have all those games, and I don't even play three of the five. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. And I like that they left a space for you to put Fallout 4 when you get it. Yeah, that's pretty so cool. You can have all of your games living together in peace and harmony in a mini in a nuclear weapon. <laughs> <laughs> don't take that to an airport. For by, sure. By golly, don't. Bethesda.net released two videos yesterday. The team bringing Fallout 4 to life. It's a two-part video. And uh, I don't believe you watched these, did you? No, I have not seen these yet. Ooh. I watched them last night. I stayed up late to watch the videos and make some notes. <laughs> and I should have gone to bed because there was no huge news contained in those videos. I noticed that... Several of the things that they said, the phrasing, was the same as a lot of other interviews that we have already been discussing, you know? So it was it was not new new information. Oh, yeah. It was interesting to hear the developers talk about some of their inspirations behind things that they've done. 
And to see things from a developer's perspective instead of from a PR perspective. Yeah, that'd be cool to hear. Yeah, it was it was interesting. It was worth watching for sure, but there's no news there. The well. second video. Oh my gosh. Wow, you're in trouble there, Rick. Rick has uh, just got mutants charging up at him. Overlords. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. Just at least this isn't New Vegas where I have to wait for an hour till these impacts kick in. Mm-hmm. Alright, continue the news. <laughs> the second video focuses on having a voice protagonist, and it uh, also features Brian T. Delaney and Courtney Taylor, who are the voices for the male and female protagonists, respectively. <laughs> now this is a centaur. <laughs> I'm stuck. That's just a lot of excitement there. I love that I'm just talking awkwardly over this machine gun fire. <laughs> And roaring mutated creatures. <laughs> and me getting stuck. Ah! Well, he's just, uh. <laughs> yeah, cut that centaur apart. Oh my gosh. Centaurs really creep me out. They are really creepy. The hand feet are like very strange. Very human centipede Right. That's right. Well, never fear. Rick has emerged victorious. <sighs> Look at this gory mess. <laughs> he has left just, quite a mess. This is just like entrails and <laughs> I think that's an eyeball. It's just so there's the enhanced blood mod just splattered yeah, all over the enhanced blood. That is. Oh, hey, look, here's one of your hand feet. Wow. Yeah, all right. Continue. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> It's just so messy. I feel like that's an eyeball should be like your Steam review for this game. <laughs> that's an eyeball dot dot dot. Somebody in the thread says, mm, makes me want some Arby's. <laughs> oh, that's Tim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also see someone mentioned, uh, oh, never mind. I saw mods in the word dust in one, uh, or I thought I saw mm -hmm. mods in the word dust in one sentence, but never mind. Um, we'll get into that later. But anyway, continue with the news. I'm sorry for that short, violent so, break. It was pretty interesting to hear the developers talk about why they wanted a voice protagonist. And that was, it went further to put my mind to rest in terms of having that voice protagonist. Something, this was the most interesting thing that I found through both of the two videos. They would put, when they were choosing the voice actors, they would put up different character voices and listen to different faces, I'm sorry. They would put up different faces and uh, listen to different voices compared to the different faces, and then they would all vote. Huh. So. Wow, sounds like they went through a rigorous process of trying to determine who was the right mm -hmm. actor. Yeah, it sounded like they went through just tons of applicants, but yeah, yeah, it was it was neat to hear him talk about the the process of choosing that. Really anyway, cool to watch. I have to watch that. You should. You'll enjoy him. It's just it's not. Don't expect news, because it's not. But yeah. it is interesting. I don't think there's going to be much more news coming out at this point in the game. I mean, we only have like what thirty six days until Eight, it actually, thirty-eight 38. days. I'm just jumping the gun. I'm too excited. Yeah. I'm also excited. I'm very excited. Ooh. So according to iDigital Times, the Fallout 4 Season Pass and Digital Deluxe Bundle is available on Xbox One now. The Digital Deluxe Bundle contains the game and the Season Pass. If you've already ordered the game or the Season Pass, don't order the bundle. You will be charged twice. Hmm. 
Good news. <laughs> the Wait, season good to know. <laughs> the season pass costs thirty dollars. The bundle is ninety dollars, and PS PS4 and PC versions of the bundle and the season pass should be available for pre-order soon. Awesome. I'll probably probably wait to buy the season pass until we get closer to when the the DLC is actually going to drop. Yeah, I'll be able. I'll I'll be picking that up when when that's available, or at least maybe mm-hmm. maybe not when it's available, but I will be picking up the season pass. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. What'd you find? Oh, just a survivor here. Hmm. And a room full of gore. Body parts. Yeah. yeah. This is like a. Bloody hand. Not very pleasant. No. I always go through all those gore bags for bottle caps too. Would you? And I, I always imagine the real life implications of just digging through this, and finding two bottle caps. Yeah. No. I was just. I was just about to ask you. Like, would you actually go through that in real life? Never. <laughs> like, ah, Never. I'm just gonna dig through this bag of entrails here. Ooh, I would be reluctant to stay in that room long enough to cut the lady free. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd. I'd rescue the lady. Not for any particular reason, just because I'm a nice guy. Yeah, I, I might rescue the lady if I didn't get too scared. <laughs> so. Let's see, where am I going? Okay. There was some news still coming out this morning. Oh yeah. Yeah, I thought I was done writing show notes, but no. <laughs> they well, gotta make some more news. What do you got? Majornelson.com uh, announced that there was an Xbox One Fallout 4 bundle. Ooh. That's available for pre-order now. It includes uh, just the plain black Xbox One. It's not a not a stylish one, or I would have had to maybe replace my Xbox One. <laughs> but it's just the plain black one. It does have the one terabyte hard drive Oof. instead of the 500 gigabyte one. That 500 gigabyte hard drive is just, it's not enough. I, I filled that up so fast. How did, really? Games are big, Rick. I filled that up so fast. I had to get a, a four terabyte. Oh my god! And I'm st- I'm probably going to fill it up before you know. It's it's just not enough. Games are too big. That's ridiculous. Anyway, this one comes with a one terabyte. It comes with a digital copy of Fallout Four and Fallout Three. Ah, and sweet. Uh, Fallout Three will be available then as a backwards compatible title. Uh, as soon as that is available, we'll let you know to play backwards compatible. I'm looking forward to that. It comes with the version of the Xbox One controller that has the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, which is good. I have an adapter on my personal controller. Awesome. Comes with a two week trial of gold. I'm sorry, Rick, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just gonna say, if you don't have an Xbox One and you're planning on getting one and you also want Fallout 4, that's like, Mm-hmm. The perfect opportunity to pick up all of them at the same time. Absolutely. And to be absolutely overjoyed. It's available on November 10th and costs $399, which is a pretty good deal. No, it's not bad at all. It's basically like getting the game free, I believe. How much do Xbox Ones cost nowadays? I think they're I think actually... it's $399. Yeah, I think so. So... so I, we- I, no, I just I've been waiting to get one. Uh, although I doubt this is going to be mm-hmm. the reason why I do, because I I've already got it coming for the uh, oh boy I've already got it coming for the uh, PC. Yeah, I pre-ordered my Pit Boy edition for the Xbox One because achievements. 
Uh, but I think I'll probably end up getting it for the PC as well so that I can, you know, you're just you're going to need to you're going to need to get into these mods here. I mean, I really am. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. The mod that we're going to talk about tonight has got Shaleen written all over it. So. Mm -hmm. so we have some zany Kotaku news for you today. Yeah, we do. Trey Hill built a functional rolling vault door for his game room. Oh, <laughs> uh, none of you are as hardcore as that guy. Trey Hill is my hero. It's very cool. It's um, the vault he chose was 404. I don't know why he chose that number. Vault not found. Sorry. Oh, vault not found. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Rick. I'll be here all week. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. The whole wall looks very vaulty. And it has a Vault Tech logo, and you can roll the door aside. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Would you install a Vault door on your front door? On my front door? Yeah, why not? No, it would not look very nice on my home. No? No, it would not look nice. What is this? I have a very cute house. You know, it's it's like, it's got a little porch, a little white porch. It's It would not look good with a Vault door on it. Oh, so you have like a quaint little, quaint yeah, little house. Yeah, it's like a like a little cottage. It's a, a tiny, cute house. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Everything looks better with a vault door. Well, I don't. I don't think my house would, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. We have an additional zany Kotaku story from Kotaku Australia. The Finnish Speaker of Parliament Maria Lohella gave an interview about being a gamer. She talked about enjoying Skyrim, enjoying the Final Fantasy series, Silent Hill, Assassin's Creed. Oh, wow. And finished off by saying that she can't wait for Fallout 4. So That's pretty rad. Yeah, I, I look forward to getting more gamers into positions of power, and maybe we can stop hearing ridiculous things on the news. Yes, very much so. Very much so. I mean, I mean, this is such a wholesome game here. I mean, it's never. Mm -hmm. Well, you know. Ah, crap! I'm out of ammo. I never. I don't see why anybody would have a problem with this. Yeah, and I never wanted to go kill super mutants in real life. Although I'm a little sick of getting yeah. attacked from them by. Oh my gosh. For audio listeners, Rick's screen is covered in blood spatters. Uh, how many of these things are there? Lots. Lots and lots. Jeez, there's so many. Super many. Like every t super many of them. Yeah, Rick, good job. Good English. Super many? Super, super many. Um, every time I turn around, there's just another super mutant. Oh, good miss. Um, but at least, at least I'm using my Gauss rifle. And by the way, um, there's a dude. Uh, I can't remember his Twitter handle. But he got one of our lunchbox Okay, well, uh, this is embarrassing. Let me just go into our Twitter mentions and see. Yeah, I forget who it what is. What Twitter handle is. But he, he got one of our lunchbox codes. And, <laughs> and uh, he apparently, I, I think he's the one that has a Shaleen and Rick McVick right. uh, character in, in his vault. And... Apparently, the lunchbox gave him a Gauss rifle, which he then gave to me, which is perfect because I do love me a Gauss rifle. I can't find it. We continue to scroll here. I think his name is Kyle. I don't remember. 
But it was very nice of him to Cryo Flash seven seven seven. There you go. Yeah, he's uh, he's got Rick and Shalene in his vault, and he got one of the lunchboxes today. So yeah. Yep. I thought it was pretty funny because we used for that a little trivia question for that code. Did what we? was your favorite perk? Uh, the missing letters were the initials of your favorite perk, bloody mess. Oh, nice. And uh, he had to, you know, he had to know that to get that. And then he got a Gauss rifle, which was favorite rifle. <laughs> That's pretty rad. <laughs> I didn't realize all that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was a chain of events that I, I really enjoyed. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, chat room man down definitely. Um, <laughs> these, these guys ripped me apart in there. They just surrounded me, and I wasn't paying attention to my health. Oh, how do you miss that close, dude? Seriously. <laughs> oh. So we've got some post national inquirer for you today. We do. We do. Screen grabs of the Pip-Boy have shown your wedding ring as an equipable item. Does this mean that jewelry is coming to the Fallout series, a la the Elder Scrolls? Or is this wedding ring a unique case of a single piece of jewelry that you can have? And while you discuss this, I'm going to give away a code. <laughs> wait, a couple, wait a couple like, seconds because they won't know it's coming because of the delay. I made the mistake of that last time. If you say it and then post it right away, they have no idea. It's really weird, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff. Um, I guess probably by now it should be good. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so... As far as wearables go, it makes sense, because you have a Pip-Boy on. However, if it does anything to augment your character, it'd be kind of... I don't know. I think it would probably break the... Maybe charisma, if it did that sort of thing. Um... Just because your ring looks good or something on your finger? I, I don't know. Um, if you have a nice man ring or something. But, uh, I, I don't know. It would be kind of weird to pull up a ring and it's like in, in Fallout and you're like, oh, it's a it's plus, five, uh, plus five fire ring. <laughs> so I think it's just going to be... Now it would be really cool. No, it would be stupid. But it would be really interesting if they had some sort of like nano suit like they did in the old world blues uh, where you could turn invisible when you crouch where the ring kind of augments the suit but that's really highly specific and highly unlikely so as far as just having uh, rings and stuff that's that's probably going to happen but other than just character customization I don't see it being a real big, real big deal hmm. what do you think? I'm having a struggle pasting this code in oh yeah? why is it not working? I have no idea Try the right. So, like, when you were doing it last time, you just... I had control. to use the right-click, copy, right-click, paste. Okay, right-click, copy. So, this is some riveting radio. Oh, it is, definitely. Um, we have found out, guys, by the way. This no, is... it says no. It won't let me, won't let me paste it. That's weird. Are you, this is so dumb. Are you pasting to Chrome from Chrome? I'm pasting... Oh, that's the problem. Yeah. I'm pasting to Edge from Chrome. This is... All right, so this is it's exactly <laughs> the problem. Let me just open up a window in Chrome. Oh, this my gosh. Is, I'm, I'm so stuck dumb. on chairs. I'm so sorry, you guys. Rick Vamp for me. No, I, yeah, I'm about to explain. Uh, this is just some non-Fallout, some real-life stuff that <clears throat> you guys can watch out for. We... Me and Shaleen have Windows 10. I personally really enjoy Windows 10. Um, there, the stock... The stock web browser is... I guess Internet or Microsoft Edge, and um, it's not bad. It it 
I really do enjoy it. The problem is it doesn't really support Chrome apps or uh, Google apps very well. I use Google apps all the time. Their documents, their spreadsheets and all that stuff. And it just won't let you do anything in them. It won't let you drag and drop files to drop in the drive. It's just pretty stupid that way. Um, and I don't know why it does that. There doesn't seem to be a fix that I know of. Uh, but, but yeah, so that's why Shalene's having such a hard time. <laughs> because Edge just doesn't like Chrome. And that really bites, because I really am tired of Chrome's memory leaks. Anyway, um, I believe we're... So I've had to log in to... <laughs> on Chrome, so I'm continuing to... Uh... Are you still... Are you still we're not post? there yet, okay. we're not there yet. I haven't well, posted the code. Okay, well, uh, we can probably there. we can probably move on to the gameplay of the week. Um, Unless well, you had anything, like to, let me let me talk about the jewelry. Yeah, go ahead. Just do that. I really you like jewelry, it. you guys. Yeah. I, I really like it in real life. I, I wear a lot of jewelry, and I like jewelry in video games. I just spent the whole of Skyrim looking for a prettier circlet than the one that I'm wearing <laughs> right now. <laughs> and I I was basically a good character in Skyrim, but if you had a really good circlet that would look really good on me or my companion Eric the Slayer, <laughs> you're going down. Oh, I was going to kill you and I was going to take your circlet. Have you have you ever seen the movie Eric the Viking? No. Oh, man, you need to watch that movie. I forget why it was funny, but I remember loving it as a kid. I think uh, Tim Arnold is in it, if that's the right name. Mm -hmm. Tom Arnold? Tim Arnold? I can't remember his name. But you'd know his face. Sorry. But I wonder if like, if you would have to take off this wedding ring if you want to romance one of the companions. You're getting real deep into this thing, aren't you? Yeah, I was just thinking. Hmm. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, it would make sense. You just close the chat room. Ah, ah. Shut what off, in the off. world was that? That was the ad before our uh, our YouTube video. Oh. That was opening the uh, our video here in Chrome. Nice. I'm so sorry, that. chat and listeners. <laughs> You're just so giving sorry. giving them a taste of the ads that won't happen if we uh, reach our goals in uh, Patreon. So. so let's try this again. Copy and paste. For your... It worked! Google Play Chrome! Yeah, Google Chrome's great when it comes to Google's own stuff. And I believe these are uh, for, I think these are uh, bunches of five lunchbox boxes, oh, aren't they? Oh, that's sweet. I, I thought they, they were just one lunchbox. No, I think it's, I think it's five of them. I, I could be wrong. Also, we have, what, four to give out? We gave out two, so we got two more. Right, we do. We have three more right now to give out. Oh, what? What is that for Google Play or is that for iOS? That one's a Google Play code. Okay, we should probably mention mm -hmm. that. <laughs> so, we did. All right. But oh, that was did. like an hour ago when we started <laughs> giving out the code. Maybe that's, maybe that's why I uh, forgot. By the way, um, I totally misread mutilated uh, organs. <laughs> I thought mm -hmm. it said something way dirtier. Mutilated... Never mind. Oh, dear. <laughs> that would have been really creepy. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I like jewelry, and that concludes the Post-National Inquirer. If you would like to get into your <laughs> gameplay, sir. Yes. So, um, this week, I, my gameplay also includes a review for a mod. And um, I think you had mentioned this. You you tagged me, and you tagged me. You tagged me in Twitter, because uh, that's a new thing. And um, you, I think it was from Kotaku was the source. And that's where I saw it. Yeah, so it's this mod called Autumn Leaves for Fallout New Vegas. 
And it's basically a DLC-sized mod that somebody had made or a group of people had made. And it's about a vault, which is a... The vault was built to house pre-war art and books to keep, you know, people from erasing parts of our history, humanity's history, from existence. So it was just basically kind of like the Historical Preservation Society in Rivet City, only actually accurate and not really, really, really wrong. Um, and you, you know, you go in there and you kind of awaken the library per se, because the guy who built it is long since dead and, you know, his, um, his android creations that he gave kind of a, they have, they have artificial intelligence, but they still have parameters, but they all have personalities. And, and, and it, the mod is basically a murder mystery mod. You don't have to fire a shot. You can, although it's much, much more of a sleuth based thing. I love mystery stories so much. Yeah, and this is actually one was awesome. I was up till twelve thirty last night, and I had to get up at like six in the morning to go to work. So I was up till twelve thirty last night playing this mod because I just wanted to finish it for today, and it was just so much fun. Um, so you start out by going in. You get you know your radio signal on your Pip Boy like you normally do, and you go to this place that's right outside of Nipton, and. You head in, you talk to the one robot, and it starts this quest. In the first few, I don't know if you want to call them, like, parts of the list or parts of the quest that are, like, usually, like, sub parts. I don't know. Anyway, the first few things are marked. They tell you where to go. The rest of them are unmarked. And the same thing with all the other quests that you can get while you're in there. I think there's a total of eight quests. Most of them are completely unmarked as far as, you know, having map markers in your pit boy. So you actually have to explore this vault and find these pieces to the puzzle and solve it yourself. It, it does not hold your hand at all. Um, you can easily get stuck if you don't pay attention. Um, like I said, I didn't fire a shot in this game. You can, uh, depending on how you wish to solve it. Uh, there are four main... Uh, five... Yeah, five main characters in it. Uh, James, the main robot that you meet when you first come in he's kind of like the greeter he's the one that was programmed to ask questions uh, the other ones don't really have that sort of programming um then there is roland and he's a very snarky uh lack of a better term wise ass to you and he'll just make fun of you and it's really funny his interactions there's also a little mystery quest to find a whole bunch of bottle caps and depending on how you do it it's really funny um and then there's uh, there's another robot that runs the clinic. I cannot remember her name, but she is kind of like the health robot of all of them and a, and a therapist. And all of these. Uh, then there's Arthur, the main comp mainframe uh, who houses all of the information of all the books and runs the whole vault. Um, there's also the maintenance bot, and then another weird thing, like another weird protectatron named Edgar, who's ridiculous and has a weird upside down art, art exhibit. I don't know. If you have New Vegas, you just gotta play it and, and check it out. Um, they all have these like human complexes where they want to be human in some aspects, and they know that they can't be. And there's this whole psychological test that the one runs on you, and you have to read these books and. Um, it, 
it, it kind of goes back through what you've done so far in the game, which is kind of a cool review and how somebody who isn't a Bethesda developer kind of summarizes what you've done. Mm-hmm. And the, it, it's just a lot of fun. It uh, sounds neat. Yeah. So the main, the main, there are, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain this without giving too much away. There are different areas of this vault that you can access eventually, but if you access them, it changes the way some of them respond to you because they kind of know what you've been doing. Um, like they, like even if you're hiding and stuff, they still somehow catch you, uh, doing certain things. Um, you can end things peacefully. There's like the, I, I don't know. It's really hard to explain without giving too much away, but I'll just tell you what I did vaguely. So my gameplay for the week, I played a lot of insurgency this week. I also played a good bit of fallout, um, new Vegas as well as three. And this was my main gameplay. I went through the, through the thing. I helped solve the murder mystery, um, and figured out which person slash robot killed the, uh, builder of the vault. And I exited the vault without having anybody killed or any lives lost or anything of that nature. And it, it was pretty much the best ending I believe you can get. Um, I got a few unique perks. There's these printing cards that you can, you can collect in the game. Um, and they do allow- like collectibles. Yeah, there's 50 of them. So you've got plenty to collect and they're all <laughs> unmarked. Um, but what they do is they allow you to exchange these printer cards for these books that you get out of a terminal and they allow you to get these unique perks that the developer created in the game. Um, I got a few gun perks. I also got a few things that, uh, give me five, you know, give my, uh, enemies do 5% less damage to me overall. Uh, perks like that. Um, one handed, let's see if, if, uh, if my enemy is low on health and I shoot him in the head, it does more damage. It's like an execution kind of thing, um, which is kind of morbid. But the, And also, the whole thing is tongue-in-cheek. All the text is funny. It's written really well. The voice acting is superb. There are absolutely no bugs that I experienced whatsoever, uh, which is a key factor. Uh, it just ran smoothly. The one criticism I do have of this is that sometimes some of the subtitles do not match the voice acting and that kind of annoys me a little bit but at the same time it's a free mod it's a great mod it's very 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 fun um and it's so easy to install it just you plop it in your data file uh, on your c drive if you know how to mod, you know how to do the stuff. You just plop it in your data file, and then you go to your data files when you boot up the game, and you just check mark the the mod just like it's DLC, and it boots right up. And so when you say that the subtitles don't always match, is that in like a um, an annoying way or a hilarious way? Annoying, just because like I don't know, as a as a writer and stuff, I'm like you you should have like double checked mm-hmm. it because <laughs> it's quite a few times and and uh it was just like like okay so even the opening trailer um they say contacts or contracts into vault tech yeah the voice actor says contracts in vault tech but the subtitles say contacts and both work ah. both work in the context of it but it was just like you know put the r in there but that's just me not a big deal um it's super awesome 
and you guys should go get it. You can get it on nexusmods.com. Uh, I think it's, yeah, .com. And uh, you can download it there and then just plop in your data file. And uh, there's no load order that you have to do because you don't really have to use a mod manager. Um, I didn't have to use a mod manager. It worked flawlessly with my other Fallout New Vegas mods. Uh, and yeah, so the other little, that that's that. And yeah, go check it out. It's awesome. The other, the other part of the gameplay that I did was I booted up an old Fallout an old Fallout uh, 3 character named Vasily, after Vasily Saitsev of Russian sniper fame. And I had Boone with me, and I lost him short after. So, <laughs> I was like, oh man, I can't believe I lost Boone so fast. Well, I'm going to bury him. Well, I can't really bury him, but I'm going to like, you know, send him off in a first beret. Oh, flamer. I'm going to send him off in like a ranger way. So I dragged him out into the middle of the desert and I placed a satchel charge on his body and I backed up and shot it and it only blew off his arm and I felt kind of oh. lame. <laughs> like I thought it was That's terrible. <laughs> I thought his whole body would fly apart but it just ended up just kind of mutilating him. So I was like, oh, I just... Poor Boone. Oh. You should do what I do when somebody dies. I just drag them into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just kind of like... Just kind of left him go, and yeah, yeah, so. But yeah, that was my gameplay. Uh, like I said, I've just been playing so much Insurgency, which is a very fun first-person shooter for those who don't know. Anyway, what was your gameplay like this week? Well, okay. I didn't have a ton of time to play video games this week because life. Boo. And, uh, I know, I hate that. But I did carve out an hour to um, bust out this beastly PC that you helped me build. <laughs> and I used it to play a game from 1997. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I really... You you helped me build this awesome PC, and I really still haven't taken it out to see what it can do. I've, I've basically <laughs> been playing Fallout 1 and just, just doing Skype calls and stuff, but... <laughs> The day will come. I would. I really want, am interested in some of these mods that we've talked about. Project Brazil and Autumn Leaves and Tale of Two Wastelands. And I can't wait to install those. But this week, I played Fallout 1. And I continued my quest for the water chip. <laughs> I found the entrance to this vault under the jail cell at Necropolis. So I went in there. <coughs> And there were a couple of ghouls in there. And I'd been talking to these necropolis ghouls all day for just a long time, trying to get the water chip. So I went up to these ghouls and I was like, hey, ghouls, how you doing? Got a water chip? And they were hostile and they immediately started to punch me. <laughs> it was not nice. I thought it was pretty weird. And they actually, they beat me to death in short order because I... I didn't have much health. I didn't think I needed it because I'd been dealing with these ghouls for a while now. But they, they beat me to death. Those losers. So I reloaded my game and did some, some doctor, some first aid, and, and I think I had to use a stim pack. And I punched one of the ghouls in the eyes and knocked him down. In the eyes? In the eyes. I punched him in the eyes. <laughs> And it said that the loss of an eye was too much and he's fallen down. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So apparently I actually punched his eye out and I just, I ran away and the other ghoul didn't follow me. I guess huh. he had to help his friend. He's like, dude, she punched out your eye. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I just wanted to comment on this comment in the chat room. 
you should really push the new hardware, Shaleen. Try some Minesweeper next. <laughs> Try some Minesweeper next. That's amazing. By the way, uh, who said that? Halflings, Halflings do. Oh, it looks like Gollum won. Um, so, yeah. By, <laughs> I forget what I was going to say now. Oh, yeah. She has a, uh, uh, a NVIDIA 960 4 gig card, by the way, too. <laughs> so it might just be able to handle Minesweeper. Well, uh, anyway, before I start Minesweeper, we'll go ahead and finish this. I... Um, I ran on ahead and the other ghoul stayed with his friend because he was just, you know, helping his buddy because I punched out his eye. Sure. <laughs> and like Pai Mei in, in Kill Bill. Smashed <laughs> his eye out. You have to go back and take the other one now. <laughs> and there was no loot at all in this vault. I was really disappointed in that. I, I found like nothing on the second floor. Just nothing at all. Just a couple of ghouls. And I finally found the water chip on the third floor of the vault, and I used sneak to get it. I just, you know, went into sneak mode and tried to slowly click my character around these <laughs> these ghouls that were standing around a wastelander. That's funny. The chat room's really cracking me up right now. Tetris, Pong, Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. It's kind of like Fallout. <laughs> In a way, it really kind of is. <laughs> 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 That's really funny, you guys. But I got the water chip, and I was so happy. And they gave me a ton of experience points for finding the water chip. And I put all of those points into Sneak, because Sneak had been so effective for me in the last little while. And I sneaked right past those two ghouls on the way back, the one that, whose eye I took and his friend. <laughs> And they didn't see me, and I walked right between them, and they didn't even see me. That's awesome. I traveled back to Vault 13, no random encounters, and the overseer, he was proud of me. And uh, the people of the vault, they were kind of ungrateful. And I leveled up again. I am a level 5 now. And the overseer said, hey, you know, I'm really sorry to send you back out again after how horrible you told me it is out there. But apparently he didn't feel horrible enough to not do it because he has assigned me to find the source of these mutants because we will never be safe as long as they're out there. <laughs> I know where they are. They're at this Mariposa military base where I was taken by to see Lou the Mutant by Larry the Mutant. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> So I know where they are, but I think I'm going to explore before I do this. I, I skipped a lot of exploration at a bunch of cities, the hub, some other places, because I was just so focused on stopping that clock for the water chip. Yeah. I don't like being under a timed pressure in video games. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run around some more. Awesome. I, uh, I was leaving the vault, and I, I ran into the, the recreation area. And the writing in this game is just really something special. I, I click on the, the recreation area and it says like, hey, you know, this is an area to relax and have fun. It doesn't interest you the way it used to. <laughs> You've died a little inside. <laughs> I, the vault will never be home again. And I got kind of sad. And then I found out that Vault 13 has a doctor and he'll fix you for free. And that's awesome. 
that's what I got fixed because I didn't have any stim packs left. And I went to Shady Sands thinking, all right, I'm a big bad level five now. I can handle these quests <laughs> from Shady Sands. I'm going to clear the Rad Scorpion cave. And I killed one Rad Scorpion in there, Rick. And I came out of the cave with no stim packs and I was poisoned and I didn't realize I was poisoned. Oh, no. So now I'm in Shady Sands and I'm constantly losing health to this poison and I've got three hit points and I've got no hope. I talked to Razlo the doctor and he can't cure the poison until I've cleared the caves and I can't travel out of Shady Sands because I don't have enough health. Oh no. So yeah. like, are you just stuck till you die? I don't know what I'm gonna do. I had to, I had to go to work, so I had to stop before I could solve that particular problem. I may be able to just buy stim packs enough to clear the red scorpion cave because apparently that's the only way to cure poison. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll consult the oracle, aka the wiki, <laughs> and find out if uh, if there's another way to cure poison. Yeah, that sounds very rough. <laughs> but that was my gameplay for the week. Awesome. We did have some gameplay challenges to talk about. Yes, we do, and I'm I'm really looking forward to these. <laughs> did you do last week's gameplay challenge to do the most evil thing you could think of? Yeah, and that was not do the challenge. Oh, that's kind of meta. Yeah. Tisk tisk. <laughs> well, you took my answer because I also did not do the challenge because oh. I, I just didn't have time to play games. I'm going to have to do some challenge catch up and do the the death claw BB gun and also this one. Yeah. yeah. But some of our fantastic listeners did do the challenge. Our first one came from Eric. My friend Miles and I had the idea when we were playing the quest Climb Every Mountain in New Vegas to do the most evil thing we could possibly think up. In the quest, there's a great con, Oscar Velasco, hiding out in a cave. You can kill him, try to resolve it in a good way, or if evil, convince him to attack the NCR at Camp McCarran. Usually what happens is that he goes off and dies quickly because he's facing off against guards, snipers, and first recon. We decided that we would try to reverse pickpocket items onto him so that he'd fare better against them. <laughs> Our, <laughs> that's so funny, so devious. Our ultimate goal was to see if he could kill everyone. He had some issues with AI, but we figured out that he does well if given a heavy incinerator, stim packs and kims, and some armor to boost both DT and combat skills. Hmm. In the end, he was able to kill off everyone in the outdoor area of McCarran. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, we, did, we asked for evil. That's, that's pretty dastardly. Good on you, Eric. <laughs> you just lost karma. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it now. Or however it sounds. We also got a tweet from Certified Brian on Twitter. He blew up Megaton in a Tunnel Snakes outfit. <laughs> tunnel Snakes rule. Let's do an evil with style. <laughs> yeah, it is. So speaking of Tunnel Snakes rule, we have a challenge for next week. We do. This challenge for next week is to Tunnel Snake a behemoth. While wearing a Tunnel Snake jacket and the Tunnel Snake hair, if you're a male, <gasps> kill a behemoth with a switchblade. <laughs> you can use Butch as a companion. So, send us a screenshot after you have tunnel snaked a or after you, or after you haven't. <laughs> that is a far likelier scenario. I just Rick dreamed this one up, and 
it's gonna be a challenge so yeah. i guess that's why it's called the gameplay challenge it's gonna be awesome yep tunnel snake and behemoth you and uh, Butch go take down a uh, behemoth with switchblades, and uh, we'll see how we all fare. I will take. I will. I will also do this. Uh, I will also take do the challenge this time as well. Mm-hmm. I promise you guys. I promise. That's really a good one. I make no such promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can see who's the trustworthy one of this bunch. Eventually, I will. I will try the challenge, but probably uh-huh. not very soon. Uh huh. <laughs> They're asking, uh, with the tunnel snake haircut? Yes, yeah. with the tunnel snake haircut. I think you can't have the tunnel snake haircut if you're a female, but if you're a male, the tunnel snake haircut is required. If you really feel into it, you should mod your female to have the tunnel snake haircut if you want. What is that would be going cool. on here? Or you could just get the tunnel snake haircut in real life. Well, that that's... I don't have anything awesome to give you if you do that. <laughs> you could commit. Well, you don't need a prize for that, Rick, because then you have tunnel snake hair. That's true. <laughs> That's a prize in itself. <laughs> <laughs> it is its own prize. That's for sure. <clears throat> so that does it for our gameplay for this week. And now we will move on to our special lore segment for this month. We are talking about the companions. That we are. And actually, we're going to start out with the companions of Fallout 3. Yeah, and actually, uh, there's a reason why we're going to pick the first one uh, that we decided to go with if anybody knows where i'm headed uh don't say anything until we until we get there but yeah you talk rick and i am gonna give out a code all right it's gonna go better this time it's an ios code (laughs) awesome um so yeah i am actually gonna go pick up a companion to take along on the journey that is the October month, what do we call it? Companion month? Yeah. So we have a four-part episode series um, where we're going to go over all the companions, their backstories, and the lore, and then we'll get to New Vegas, their quests. Um, tonight, we are talking about uh, Jericho, Sergeant RL3, I think, uh, Butch, actually, and also Dogmeat. So those are going to be the three that were, or the four, did I say four or three? I don't know. Those are going to be the companions we, we're talking about tonight, and I'm actually going to go get one right now to take along on the journey. I unfortunately won't be able to take all of them along, <clears throat> excuse me, um, or get all of them to use tonight because I don't believe I can get Jericho because my karma is at uh, is good. And I don't think I have access to Vault 101 at this point in the story um, to, to get Butch. So I'm down to the sergeant and the other one. And, by the way, uh, I never really used companions in Fallout 3, so this is going to be... Really? Yeah, I never did. So this is going to be a new experience for me. That's pretty cool. Well, I have picked up this companion that you're going to get right now, Dog Meat. If I can find him. If you can find him. I uh, I played with Dog Meat a lot. No, and did you? I thought he just died all the time. He was a liability. So I left him at my house <laughs> most of the time. That's very kind of you. Yeah. I even got the puppies perk, which enables you to get a dog meat puppy. Ah, uh, yes. A descendant of dog meat every time dog meat dies. But I spent too much time going to Vault 101 to get my new dog. <laughs> so. You're not really good at keeping your companions alive, are you? No, that's why I like that they will be immortal in Fallout 4. <laughs> Where is this dog? So while Rick's looking for dog meat, let's talk about dog meat. 
The dog meat of Fallout 3 is a descendant of the original dog meat of Fallout 1. Mm. He is found at the scrapyard here, south of mine- Minefield. Yes. That's where um, I don't know why where he is exactly. It's uh, been a long time since I've gone to the I think he's on this side. Well, you will find him probably fighting some raiders. Yeah. He tracked them here after they killed his first master. Aww. Yeah. What a, what a good dog. Who's a good boy? Well, dog meat's a good boy. Found some dead raiders. Well, dog meat should be around here somewhere then. Dog meat will fight by your side if you recruit him. There is no karma requirement. And he can fetch you supplies like chems and ammo, which is pretty neat. Dog meat growls if there are enemies nearby. Dog and meat! Found him? Yeah, there you are, Aww. boy. Who's a good boy? Let's go, pal. Shoo, dog, get out of- No, I'm kidding. I would have been so mad at you. What's the matter, boy? Where's your master? Yeah. And then I know how you feel. I lost my dad. Aww. Aww. Whimper. It's like he understands me. Want to come with me? It's dangerous out here all alone. I, I really wish- They'd use closer. To, it's da- it. it never mind. It's dangerous to go alone. Something along those lines. Yeah. Pant, pant. Nice. Yay, dog meat. Woo! Jump well, for joy. Congratulations on your new canine companion, sir. Yes. Let's go tear apart the wasteland, dog meat. Rick has a higher priority target than the enemy uh, to enemies than the lone wanderer. So if you go to a group of enemies, they'll attack dog meat first, which is probably why I always lost him so fast. They attack what? Say that again. Enemies will attack dog meat first if they see the two of you together. Huh. Wonder yeah. why. See the weaker one of the two. That's just how they coded it in. You know that that dog meat was a higher priority target than you. No. Why are the clouds purple here? Why is the smoke purple? Is that because of the that? color mod? No. Look up. That's not purple. Well, it was purple. Uh-huh. Maybe not. Sure. <laughs> okay, Chilean's so I guess I'm seeing things. I swear that cloud was purple. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you been spending too much time in Point Lookout with the punga plant? Maybe so. Maybe I've been partaking of the wild punga. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what is go? Oh, BS Brotherhood of Steel. Okay. Well... While Rick and Dogmeat wander the wastes, we'll go ahead and carry on with this. Yes. Dogmeat can bypass locks to fetch you things. What? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him do that. And his right eye is brown, his left eye is blue. It's pretty adorable. Something I think is cute in dogs. We already talked about the puppy's perk. You can get that at, I think, level 20. Yeah, I have it available, I just didn't get it. Get a descendant of dog meat at the door of Vault 101 every time that dog meat or one of his puppies dies. The puppies are identical to dog meat, except that they say dog meat's puppy instead of dog meat. So just to remind you, it's not actually dog meat. Mm -hmm. Dog meat's still dead, guys. (laughs) But here's his puppy. Dog meat is an Australian cow dog. He's modeled after Mad Max's dog in The Road Warrior. Awesome. Dogmeat's name comes from A Boy and His Dog, which was both a novel by Harlan Ellison and a film starring Don Johnson. 
Okay. Have, you, have you ever heard of that before? A Bernie's dog? I thought Don Johnson was a adult movie actor. Mm-mm. Well, it sounds like it should be. No. He was like a, a 70s actor. He was in like a, a cop drama. Oh. The 70s. Okay. Yeah. You're thinking of, of something different. Maybe. I don't know. It just sounds very <clears throat> manly. Anyway. Well, um... That's all I have on dog meat, Rick. Do you have any any comments on dog meat? I just by picking him up. What in the Miami Vice? That's the show Don Johnson was. Oh, on. okay. Thank you to John Jones from the chat room and also Half Wings too. Okay, he just looks like a male adult star. Um, Agatha's house. Oh yeah, I remember this. Um, no, except I already feel very nervous about losing dog meat. Mm -hmm. Like already. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, why is he growling? Dog, there's nobody in here. Um, yeah, I already feel nervous about losing dog meat to the uh, ravages of the waste. So um, I never really... I have a feeling that... I have a feeling that I'm going to lose him eventually, and it's going to be very sad. I, I think we can count on that. Yeah, the, uh, they like to tug at your heartstrings with dogs in video games. That they do. That they do. So I don't really have much to say because I never really used him before. So we'll see how this works. I liked dog meat, but it made me sad when he died. So I mostly just left him in my house in Megaton. He was unhappy there. He didn't have room to run. I hope. Uh, I hope at least that he'll last through this stream. <laughs> so. Well, we'll move on to our next companion that you can maybe go recruit if dog meat dies, Jericho. Jericho's one of the first companions you're likely to find coming out of the vault. He lives in Megaton. Jericho is 65 years old. That's something that I, I was surprised by. Uh, he's 65 years old. and 65? Once... Yeah, 65. Yeah. He's a senior citizen, a geriatric. He was once a raider out in the wastes, killing and stealing to survive. But he settled in Megaton to retire and protects the town with his rifle skills. That's pretty he's, awesome. Yeah. He's still kind of a raider, though, you know, at heart. He kind of acts like a raider. Yeah. He just, he drinks a lot, and he just screams profanities at passersby. And, yeah, he tries to assault the local women. There's, <laughs> uh, I think it's, I think it's on Moriarty's terminal. You can find out that he tried to assault Jenny Stahl, who is the, the lady that sells my alert cakes, etc. Uh, I don't know. Is she the one down by the crater? Yeah. Okay. She's like next to the Brahmin. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. With the refrigerator? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. And if you ever see, like, Jericho walking by Jenny Stahl's area, they'll talk to each other in, in ways that indicate he did try to hurt her. And that was not nice. That was a very raiderly low karma thing to do. <laughs> His karma is actually neutral, but you have to have evil karma to recruit him. And if you recruit Jericho, he asks for a thousand caps for supplies. And if you add a pack of cigarettes to his inventory, he will start smoking them when you end the dialogue. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. That's pretty awesome. I, I, I've never actually used Jericho either. Again, pretty much I can say I've never used any of these guys. 
I've never used Jericho because I've never played through Fallout 3. Well, I have two played through Fallout 3 with Evil Karma. That's a lie. I did an evil run through on my Xbox 360. I was going to say but you I had to for Jericho, it. though. I was going to say you had to for achievement's sake. Well, you don't really have to do a whole run through. I did on 360. Um, but for the PC and the PlayStation 3, I just uh, made a strategic save file on the, the levels before then and then just lowered my karma ah. precipitously before I leveled up. It's, it's yeah, kind, kind of cheaty, but there you go. <laughs> eh. It's okay. <laughs> I'll forgive you. <laughs> uh, That's good to know. I am using mods, so GD is kind of out the window. So tell me something. If I install and activate mods, does that affect my ability to earn achievements? Ah, uh, good question. I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe somebody out there does. I wouldn't think it would. Um, well, I please answer this question because I would like to finish my achievements before I install mods, if that's the case. I don't really fiddle around with achievements. Uh, mm -hmm. I just kind of get them and go, oh, look, an achievement, and then move on. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so I have no idea. Good question. Well, anyway, that's all I had for Jericho. I've never really used him. Yeah. There is Sergeant RL3. Have you ever used him? You ever met him? Uh, I believe, isn't he available for purchase or something from a wandering trader or something? Yes, I have seen him a couple of times, but have never been able to recruit him. And I just like to interrupt us to say that uh, Arthur Cannibal in the chat room says that it does not affect achievements to use mods. Thank you, Arthur. He says, as long as you don't open the console command window. So if I, if I use console commands, does that deactivate achievements? I guess so. In that and case, does that deactivate achievements forever or just like for that play session? I would probably imagine for that character. Okay. So I'm going to have to be careful with that. Because I know that difficulty, mo difficulty achievements usually um, are affected if you uh, change difficulty in the middle of a game. I believe it affects it for the character. Although, a good, good point. I don't know if it affects it for the entire session. I'm going to have to do some research here. But back to Sergeant RL3. He's a pre-war Mr. Gutsy who was repaired by t by Tinker Joe. Sorry, I forgot how to how to speak there for a minute. <laughs> he was repaired by Tinker Joe. Tinker Joe. He has a fractious personality, which has made it difficult for Joe to sell him. <laughs> oh, what a fractious personality! Yeah, it means he, he's difficult to get along with. He's oh, yeah. As is most things in the wasteland. You can find Tinker Joe and his robot entourage wandering between Robco and Tenpenny Tower. If you have neutral karma, you can purchase Sarge for a thousand caps, or for five hundred if you have high barter. Now, Sergeant RL3 is kind of buggy, and he sometimes attacks friendly or neutral people like the Republic of Dave. <laughs> And I don't know if that's a bug or if he's just, you know. Just very violent and spontaneously <laughs> combusts. And I kind of hope that that's the case. I, I hope do that too. he does it on purpose. That he just picks fights. It's just this like grumpy, grumpy vacuum cleaner from Brave Little Toaster that just automatically just <laughs> goes on a rampage. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. <laughs> I really hope. Hey, real quick, where's a good place to get stuff repaired at? I never, ever really found a good place to get repairs in this in this uh, Fallout mm -hmm. 3. 
Moira can repair a lot of things. Yeah, but she's only like level 50. Oh, okay. Well, I usually raise my own repair. Like, no. I, I don't. I'm my own handyman. I don't. I don't know. Well, I need to repair the Gauss rifle. Yeah, some of her mothership Zeta repairs, but I don't think oh, you're. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, let me think here. I, I'll just go to more. Oh, wait, probably what Flack about, and Shrapnel. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say Flack and Shrapnel can repair. Yeah, let's go check that out. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just was curious. Oh, that's okay. Um, Sarge is always mouthing off, and he quotes General Patton and General MacArthur, which I find very funny. My favorite Sarge quote is, There's nothing I like better than making some other poor bastard die for his country. <laughs> I think that's uh, General Patton. I think so, too. <laughs> which, but if nobody has seen that movie, Patton, go watch that movie. Mm -hmm. It is a very good movie. Pretty okay, great. Back to Sergeant RL3. <laughs> That's actually all I have on Sergeant RL3. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Not back to Sergeant RL3. I've seen RL3. them wandering around, but I've never recruited him. So. Yeah, me neither. Um, they're saying that you just reboot the game to enable achievements again if you use a console command. So that's yeah. good to know. Um, I guess that allows you to play around and then... Yeah. Somebody else is asking about using the console to unlock the achievements. That was a thing in Fallout 3. Uh, you could use console to unlock the Fallout 3 achievements. Um, but now Games for Windows Live is no longer a thing. So, yeah, you just can't get achievements on Fallout 3 on PC anymore. So, that's the story behind that. So, we've got one final companion for today. You know who we're going to talk about? <sighs> He's probably got really cool hair. He does. He's dreamy. He's really dreamy. We're going to talk about Butch Deloria. <laughs> ah, Butch. Butch is the leader of Vault 101's Tunnel Snakes gang and a childhood acquaintance of the Lone Wanderer. Your early interactions with Butch include, he tries to steal your sweet roll at your birthday. <laughs> to which I spit on it and give it to him. The little jerk. Yeah, I usually fight him for oh, the yeah? sweet roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I usually fight him. I, I like to fight with Butch because he, I, you gotta stand up to bullies. I guess. Let's see, Science Lab, Rivet City. Hmm. He harasses your best friend Amada outside the goat, at which time I also fight Butch because you have to stand up to bullies. There, I do fight him as well. Yeah. So. He angrily storms out of the goat classroom, proclaiming, I'm a barber, not a hairdresser. <laughs> I never heard that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. As many times as I've played the opening of this game. You're all I, I have seen him do that. That is funny. Uh, if you want to recruit Butch as a companion, you need to be sure that you save his mom from the rad roaches. If you taunt him about his fear of rad roaches, he will die. So. What? Yeah, if, if you make fun of him for being afraid of rad roaches, while you're escaping the vault, you will later find him, like, dead on the stairs. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I it's, didn't know it's, that. Do you usually save Butch's mom? Yeah, I do. I mean, I tend to just, like... Sometimes I just kind of give him the, a BB gun. Mm-hmm. Let him fight the rad roaches on his own. Have at it. And then it usually doesn't work out, and I kind of giggle. Mm -hmm. um, which is so evil. But, um, yeah, I do usually save her. I'm usually really nice in this game. I, I tend to walk a tightrope of 
evil and good, if you've noticed. Yeah. Well, all that I've ever seen you do is, is mostly evil. No, it's just, it's just, it's just, <laughs> just kind of bad things that I do when everyone's watching. And I do good, see, I follow the rule, don't let your left hand know what the right hand is doing. And I do good things in secret and bad things in public. Well. See, follow that logic. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Um. I've lost my train of thoughts. Derailed. <laughs> did you happen to see what I just did? <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, Rick. <laughs> well, I um, uh, I usually say Butch's mom, but the first time that I ever played Fallout Three, I was really I was bad at Fallout Three. I wasn't great at playing first-person games. And I was like running into the walls and stuff, trying to, trying to get to Butch's mom, and she died while I was trying to do that. So, <laughs> I'm trying to save you, but I just can't walk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they were relying on me. I was, I was no. too dirty to live. Dog meat, no! Don't run in there like that, you goofball. And during the trouble on the home front mission, you have to make sure that Butch survives and that the Overseer is removed from power. You can kill the Overseer, you can convince him to step down, sabotage the vault, it doesn't matter. Just, uh, it has to be resolved where the vault is open. You you can sabotage the vault? Yeah, you can like, um, I think it's the nuclear reactor, you tamper with the nuclear reactor, and uh, then the people have to leave the vault. Oh, I wanna do that, I mean, I don't wanna do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vault Dwellers, for what I have <laughs> unleashed on you. I mean, I've never done that before. Hey, look. So sorry. You want you want some proof? You want some proof here? Look, look at this. Uh oh, I'm neutral. Never mind. I'm surprised that you're even neutral. I sir. thought I was positive. <laughs> it's just because you kill raiders, because you kill everyone. You kill enough raiders, that'll bring your karma up to neutral. <laughs> yes. See, I just I walk the line. <laughs> to quote a famous singer. Yeah, I just I yeah. <laughs> I, that's where I, that's where my brain immediately went as well. <laughs> After you finish uh, the trouble on the home front quest, Butch leaves the vault and you can find him in the Muddy Rudder bar in Rivet City. You've got to have neutral karma to recruit Butch. He talks about like, yeah, we're going to start a gang, we're going to be bad guys. But if you're an actually bad guy and you have evil karma, Butch is like, dude, you're too hardcore for me. <laughs> so, so you gotta be neutral to recruit Butch. What I've got to say here is um, I love the physics in this game. And something just made me think of it because I found the switchblade right mm -hmm. here. And if you pick it up, you always pick things up by like the butt end of the handle like that. Mm -hmm. And I always feel like I'm picking up, picking items up like this between my thumb and four and pointer finger, and just have this mindset of like, ew. You don't know where that's been. Like, eh. <laughs> like just like daintily throwing the item away. Like, that's just you what hang I. Hang on to that though. Too. Oh right, I need that. I need that for my challenge. Oh, I threw it. I don't know where it went to. That's so oh, funny. By the way, if you guys remember. I got really stoked about um, 
the, finding the, the the alien explosion above my head. Oh, there it is. Um, yeah, I, the Firelance. Yeah, I got really stoked about the Firelance event. The Firelance glitched below the floor, and I have oh. no idea where it's at. <laughs> so I got all that ammo and no and gun. Firelance. <laughs> yep. That's awful. Sucks a big one. That ammo will work for the alien blaster, but I prefer the fire lance. It's a it's a funner gun in my opinion. <clears throat> Me too. So I'm just gonna console command the thing in because I want to use it. Dang it. Yeah. That's why I haven't been here. Okay. Well, I never recruited Butch, but I have had him cut my hair. <laughs> he really does cut hair. Yeah, he's he's a barber and he can cut your hair and he loves to cut hair. That's uh, awesome. Which I think is so funny because he's just this, you know, macho guy and, and he just ah. cuts your hair. And uh, he's six months older than the Lone Wanderer. A uh, little oh, okay. bit of information I okay. thought was interesting. And in conclusion, tunnel snakes rule. <laughs> uh, it just I just got this idea that maybe, if, maybe, maybe if I go back to where the... Let's see, where did that happen at? Mm. It was at Evergreen Mills, if I can find that. There it is. Maybe it'll drop out of the sky? Like, maybe it'll just kind of, you know, come back. Well, you know, sometimes you load a, an area and, and all the things just fall from the sky. The only it's problem is, I don't know if it was Evergreen Mills. I forget where it was I don't at. think it was at Evergreen Mills. And no, it was near Gerdish. Oh shoot! I don't even remember where it was. It was um. It was near the Dunwich building, actually, because we just got done that quest. Yeah, you had left Dunwich and you were walking. So I'm getting attacked. Down a mountain. Well, let's go to Dunwich then. I'm gonna see okay. if I can find this stupid thing while we're here. Is it gonna let you travel out of here? Yeah. Ah, I can do, do that. Thought you still had enemies alive. Well, you talk, and I'm gonna give out a code. This is going to be a Google Play code. But but, but, but I don't even know what to talk about. I <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I got really excited. For those of you who, those of you who don't know, I got super excited about finding this firestorm. It was, I heard about it since like day one of Fallout. You know, <clears throat> I always heard it was like an alien comes out of nowhere and hands you a rifle or something stupid. And um, whenever you see an explosion, whenever I heard an explosion in the ambiance, I was always like looking around real fast trying to see if I could find it. And I got really excited when this happened, you guys, because I really wanted, I really wanted this to happen to me. <laughs> and it happened, and the Firelands glitched out. So it happened near a diner. I know that there's a few key places where it does happen at. And um, I'm getting shot at from somewhere, and I don't know. When I got the Firelands, I was in front of that building at Canterbury Commons where the Mechanist has his lair. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was where I got the Fire Lance. And I had two random encounters happen to me at the same time. <laughs> that Mel guy with the empty shotgun ran up to me. And then, like, the sky exploded and there was the Fire Lance. <laughs> so the explosion hit him? Um, no. I thought he had created it somehow. And then I talked to him and, and it was a while before I realized that was two different occurrences. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know it happened near a diner. So, oof, bloody mess. I know it happened near a diner. It's just yeah. which diner 
It, it's an unmarked location that it happened at, so it's going to be difficult trying to find it, and I doubt I'll be able to find it. Uh, That's while terribly we're... sad, Rick. Oh, terribly. it sucked. I was so excited. This looks like the right area, though. Well, the problem with Fallout 3 is everything looks like <laughs> the right area. <laughs> the right area. Uh, it well, was... while Rick looks for the Firelands, let's talk about the Weapon of the Week. Oh, yeah. We need a Weapon of the Week bumper. I know. I need to create one. Everyone hates the uh, mod bumper, so I guess i got to go back to the drawing board with that one. Not everyone hates it, Rick. Just I one thought it was guy. funny. One guy hates it. I liked it. It's I everyone. thought it was clever. <laughs> weapon of this week is Butch's Toothpick. <laughs> Butch's Toothpick is a unique variant of the Switchblade, belonging, obviously, to Butch. Sensing a theme here. And it looks basically the same as the Switchblade. It does about twice the damage of a regular switchblade and can be repaired with regular switchblades. If you kill Butch during your escape from Vault 101, it shows up as just a regular switchblade. But he is carrying the unique version during Trouble on the Home Front. Yeah. So did, um, do you still have dog meat? Yep. Hey. Did he, he did he fight that dog? No, no? I, I shot the dog. I haven't seen him do any much. I'm very like, nervous to lose him, so I'm just... Okay, fine, fine. Uh, dog meat. Um, need you to find something for me. Uh, <laughs> nice. Find me ammo, boy. Bark, bark. He's gonna oh. be like, um, Booker, take this. <laughs> so there, dog meat will do something. So Butch's toothpick. You can get it by killing Butch or pickpocketing him after he has left the vault. And he can be seen actually picking his teeth with it in the muddy rudder, which I think is so hilarious. That is funny. And I wondered if this was the same switchblade that your dad and Jonas took the spring from to switch fix your BB gun when you turned. Uh, yeah. Or if this is a, a new switchblade. Maybe he found it like, to replace it. If he doesn't have the spring, oh. like maybe it's just out all the time. Like it has to be open all the time. He can't flick it open <laughs> dramatically. <laughs> Oh, that would suck to be like a tunnel snake and you can't do yeah. that. I found the diner, by the way. Yay! <laughs> maybe I'll find it Do what? Maybe I'll find it? Yeah, maybe. It should have been like right in the middle of the main blast zone, but... Oh, great. The floor didn't load. There we go. <laughs> oh, maybe you can find it with the floor not there. <laughs> well, I came back now. It should be right around here. This is so sad, Rick. Oh, it's depressing. I feel like you're going to be like 80 years old yeah. trying to run Fallout 3 and you're like, a fire lamp should be around here somewhere. I gotta find it. <laughs> it's, it's between that and the color tapes, it's going to kill me. <laughs> Your grandkids are going to be playing like Fallout 16. Yeah, they're going to be like, Dad, Fallout 3 so old. <laughs> or Dad, yeah. Um... Oh, dog meat gave me microfusion cells. Oh, I got an idea. Dog meat, go find me a weapon. Find the fire lance. Go find me the fire That's lance. That's a good idea. Oh, he's going in the right direction. Go, boy, That's go. That's a really good idea, Rick. <laughs> I hope it works. If it doesn't, I'm going to kill him. Yes! It worked? <laughs> it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, dog meat. Ah, good job. There it is. It's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's so rad. <laughs> ah, yeah, dog me, good boy. <laughs> That's awesome. I totally didn't think that was going to work. Give him treats. <laughs> Look at you. Good boy, dog meat. <laughs> that is so awesome. Oh, it's so rad. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's one mystery down. Now it's to find the five Keller tapes. Actually, wow. how many of those do I even have? This is completely, completely yeah. off reserv uh, off of what we're doing here. But I the wonder how. tapes. Shall I go ahead and read an email? Yeah, go ahead. Hi guys, I, Overseer of Vault 32, recently started listening to the podcast and was listening to episode 4 while managing my vault and heard you mention Piper's newspaper called Public Occurrences. You might have received this message from other pit boys, but this is actually a nod to the pre-revolutionary war newspaper called Public Occurrences. Public with a K at the end. Public Occurrences. <laughs> in the American colonies. This paper only circulated one time after the King of England read some demeaning things said about him in the paper. <laughs> Thank you for your time, and I just thought I'd mention this, as I thought it was really cool when I heard you guys mention the name. I love the radio station, and it really helps to have something to listen to when managing an underground community. Thanks. Zachary Gerlifson, <laughs> overseer of Vault 32. Thank you for the phonetic pronunciation of your name, Zach. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. I remember reading that email. Um... I gotta say, I wonder if this really is gonna be androids versus the Commonwealth to keep along with the revolutionary theme. Because they're putting in so many references to the Revolutionary War, there has to be some sort of, like, revolution. There has to be. I don't know what it looks like, but, I mean, I don't know. It just makes sense. So you think, like, the androids are the Redcoats? No, the androids, I would imagine, well, in my head, uh, maybe I'm just indoctrinated with American lore, but in my head, I would imagine that the androids would be the... Uh, um, the Patriots? The Patriots. And the Commonwealth, based solely off of um, Zimmerman's actions and attitude. Oh, that makes more sense. I didn't even think about that. More controlling. Okay. That makes more sense. All right, time to... Oh. Um... <laughs> Your favorite thing, you get to shoot a grenade. I that was it. pretty exciting. I would like to mention one thing. Um, we got an email in from Mackenzie, whom we had read an email from before. And we mistakenly called Mackenzie a, a girl, and Mackenzie <laughs> is a gentleman. So we apologize, Mackenzie. We'll get it right next time. <laughs> Which we did. So, we've got another email. Hello, Rick and Shaleen. I have a question for you two. What do you think happened to the rest of the world during the nuclear apocalypse? The bomb should have been between the U.S. and China. The wiki also includes Russia slash USSR. What happened to the nations like most African nations who have little to no nuclear weapons? What about the remote locations in the world where some people live but still are a society? Aren't they all destroyed by nuclear weapons when they weren't involved in the war? Or are they still functioning countries and communities that haven't come to the people of America's aid 200 years later? Just something to think about while preparing for the next podcast. Thanks provi for providing excellent entertainment for us listeners and have an excellent day. Duncan. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to venture to guess that with a two-hour long nuclear war, the radiation that ensued just wreaked havoc on um, other nations, even if they weren't. <laughs> a problem with the wind drift and, and stuff. So I'd imagine that there were really, I mean, 
Weren't you the one that mentioned before that there was a group of Girl Scouts that was hit with the initial... Uh, yes, we were talking about the Trinity test. Yeah, and that just kind of screwed them all up. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even... They were downwind of it. Yeah, yeah, so right there's an example um, that the wind can carry this radiation pretty far, and uh, you'd, you'd be kind of kind of boned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I, I would imagine that it wreaked havoc on the entire world. If not, I mean, it just—it probably decimated the uh, the ecosystems of the world right. and shifted. The nuclear winter would have would have been everywhere. Yeah, so I imagine it probably wreaked havoc on the climate as well, at least for hundreds and hundreds of years. I mean, I'm no scientist; I just play one on pod yeah. on a podcast. But <laughs> I believe that we know that the European Commonwealth is not in a good situation. No. I think that's a, a basically destroyed area. And uh, you, if you've got people like Colin Moriarty and Alistair Tenpenny who are immigrating to the, uh, to the wasteland, to, to the uh, capital wasteland to, for a better life, you know, that's an indication that things are bad in Europe. I didn't realize they did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They... Oh. Uh, left in search of a better life. People are still coming to America for a better life, even in this post-apocalyptic wasteland scenario. Interesting. That's really a waste of that ammo. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're He's shooting right. dogs with hey. the fire lance. They can see. <laughs> Our audio listeners cannot see, Rick. They didn't have to know my stupidity. <laughs> well, to... he switched out to a plasma plasma pistol yeah. or rifle? Uh, plasma rifle. I... F I, I uh... I'm looking for this entrance. Usually, I found a radio tower, and there's a radio. Ah. Uh, you can hear it. Let me turn it up. Very interesting. So the closer you get to it, that beep, 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 it'll lead you to a secret area if you can find the entrance. That is I, pretty <clears throat> I love these radio towers. Sometimes you find, like, really depressing. Most of them are really depressing. <laughs> like, really depressing, like, mm -hmm. you know, things that you find. Like a family that's dead and a father just on a, his, a father's voice just on a loop like, please help us. My wife and son are trapped in here. My son is very sick. If you're a doctor, please come help us. And it just plays over and over and over again. And you find them all dead. Oh, yeah, just, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, and you just kind of like, you just switch off the radio and kind of leave. Well, while you're talking, I'm going to give out our final Fallout Shelter lunchbox code. There it is. Yeah, so for instance... This one's for iOS. All right. So for instance, I'm walking around here, and I notice on my local map, this helps you find it too, this uh, drainage chamber. Um, yeah, this drainage chamber. And that should hold whatever secrets this radio tower is leading me to. So we shall see what's inside. Um, some of them have reavers, uh, feral ghoul reavers. Um, some of them, like I said, have like depressing scenes. Some of them are raider traps. I don't know if I actually know what this one is. So I'm getting close here. There's a gap, it looks like. So I, I love finding things like this. And this kind of harkens back to what we were to. Ah, there it is. Let's go inside and see what's in here. Okay, our final code has been given out. Congratulations, whoever gets that. Ah, and see, we have traps right here. I'm going to turn off this radio. Beep, 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 beep. And tell dog meat, stay put, buddy. I don't want you setting off a trap. I know. I'm sorry. Because I'm probably going to set them off anyway. Oh, they're shotguns. I'll take them. 
So yeah, that was our last code. That was our last code ever, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Thanks again to the lovely people at Bethesda, specifically Matt Grandstaff, yes. for sharing these codes yep. with our listeners. Very kind of him. Very, very kind of him. So I hope you all enjoy your lunch boxes. I hope you all get full and, uh, and comfortable in, uh, with your lunch boxes there. Uh, if we get anything more like that, obviously we're gonna give them away. We won't keep them for ourselves. We definitely didn't. We definitely didn't pull for any of those. So, mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoy them. I haven't had a lunchbox in a long time. In, in uh, oh, so this is what happened. He was trying to make something. Ah, and it blew up. And it blew up in his face. That's terrible. Poor guy. Well, I'll just take your ammunition. You're not using anymore, sir. Yeah. Well, are you about ready to, to wrap things up, Rick? I am ready to wrap things up. We uh, did our first round of companions. We have our next set next week. Uh, join us next Friday at 7.30 for that. And we'll again be in uh, Fallout 3 for one last time. Okay. So This is also the last week of our Funko contest. Yes, we will have winners next week. So you've got another few days to get your entries in. Tweet us a selfie of yourself with your favorite NPC to us at Fallout OTR with the hashtag <clears throat> Funko OTR giveaway. And I still haven't heard back from Bethesda's customer service, the Bethesda store. I guess they must be overwhelmed with with the uh, requests right now. Yeah. But if the prizes aren't here by next week, we will get them to you as soon as we can. Yeah, and we're, we're going to draw a winner um, regardless of if we have them or not. We'll just have to mm-hmm. get the many figs to you when when we can um we're sorry about that but yeah like uh just to reiterate next week is the last week or this week is the last week for uh entrance into that contest indeed but we will have more contests uh coming down the line for you guys well you can tweet at us if you want to tell us about contests you would like to see you can tweet at us at fallout otr you can tweet rick at rick mcvick you can tweet at me at Shalene L. You can email us at falloutotr at gmail.com. Please like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can set up uh, notifications so that you will know anytime we post a new video or go live. YouTube.com slash network. You can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can leave us any sort of review you like, but we like the five-star ones. That we do. We give shout outs to people who give us five star reviews. Some of these fine people are Von Bach 2, <laughs> Platypus Tasdat, Platypus and MK Limp. <laughs> M Klimp? Nice. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, these names are awesome. I think they send these names just to troll us, Rick. I don't mind if they do. <laughs> it's pretty fun. We record live on Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube.com slash Network slash live. Check out other great, other great QGN shows streaming live to YouTube. Elder Scrolls Off the Record, Classic Elder Scrolls, Dragon Age Off the Record, Warcraft Off the Record, Rift Reforged, Dota Off the Record, and Dancing with Daggers. And tonight at 10 Eastern Time, Elder Scrolls Off the Record will be recording a special episode with Tales of Tamriel, 
They'll be discussing Elder Scrolls off the record. No, they'll be discussing Elder Scrolls online. I'm sorry. <laughs> they'll be discussing Elder Scrolls online. Just having a, a candid chat about the pros and cons, the goods and bads. <laughs> and Dancing with Daggers will come on after that. They will be having a fishing event. They said, uh, bring your bait and join in. <laughs> so, yeah, sounds like fun to me. By the way, guys, uh, my dog meat is uh, clipping into a wall. Ooh. Hi, buddy. Is that just like his little snout? That's just snout and his little tongue. <laughs> that's adorable. Well, that's all we've got for you listeners this week. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you so much. And we will see you guys next week with uh, more tales from the wasteland. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Have a good night. <laughs>